Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, it's pretty standard uh, in any public event that you'll see a sign language interpreter on stage. Sometimes they're translating from a script. Sometimes, as what happened at the Forum on Security Policy meetings last week, they also had to sign what the protesters were saying. It's a job that requires a considerable degree of skill. Now, if you've just tuned in, I want to reiterate this several times. It's not Thursday. Declan Buckley and two of his siblings were <laughs> born to Thursday. death. We're it's to, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Uh, Declan, we're pink and talk about sign language. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about it. Declan and his siblings were born to deaf parents. Uh, they've had to navigate that whole uh, that, that whole thing between the hearing and non-hearing worlds. So, like, was is sign language your first language? Did you learn to speak and then learn sign? Can you even remember that? So, it's, in my family, the scenario is this, is that my mum was, was taught in her education, taught to speak. So, basically, the, 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 the basic part of her education would be um, teaching my mom how to um, to lip read, yeah, hearing people, you know, her teachers and all that, and then also to kind of speak. So learning from a technical way, like you know how each letter is formed, and then making the words and that that kind of stuff, so that she could then integrate into the world, kind of you know, in the hearing world, and 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 have as few possible problems as possible. Whereas my dad would have been taught sign language in his school. He's a little bit older, and the, at the time. Um, the education was kind of, the, the process was different. Now it's moved on even more that, you know, obviously the, the, the educators have realised that sign language is a native and intrinsic part of a, of a deaf person's communication process. Mm. In other words, um, sign language comes naturally from deaf people. Now it gets formalised and it gets made more complicated by culture and and you know, education and needing a sign for this and needing a sign for that. So the whole thing develops into a much more sophisticated language, the way ISL, Irish Sign Language, is now. Um, and, and for that reason, that's why ISL has been given official language status in Ireland, because it's been recognised as being a historic and cultural component of Irish citizens' life. Ah. So that's what's going on there. So, but with sign language, when, when people are signing, what they're, they're doing is, is for a deaf person, they're just, it's gesturing. It's, it's ma- making a way that they can communicate. So that's what I meant about it being innate. Yeah. It's a kind of a, you know, we all do sign language innate anyway. We just don't think about it. We do stuff all of the time. You know, you're in the pub and your mate's bu- trying to buy a drink. How many drinks do you want? You're going to go yeah. three, three fingers, yeah. you know. Yeah. So we do it naturally anyway. So therefore, that's why, you know, it's it, it's clear that when, when deaf people are looking for ways to communicate, that they are going to use the skills at their disposable, disposal rather than the ones that aren't. Um, now, sign language would be... Um, in, in in different countries, slightly different, but that's a historical thing that's happened because of the way the education for the deaf evolved. So mm. sign language, in it in its kind of technical kind of built sense, from a hearing teacher's giving an, an education to a, a deaf child sense, um, developed in France, and then it moved into Ireland and the US through nuns and priests going to set up schools for the deaf in those countries. Now, in England, in the UK, whatever, they were a little bit like, let's not have the nuns, let's do it our own way. So their way yeah. is slightly different. But but when you actually look at what sign language is in its most general sense, it's very similar. But there are national differences in how But, sign but say works. if you're using ISL and you have a sign language conversation with somebody using, say, the British variant and that... You're not they... speaking the same language. No, you're not, not. Not at all at all? Or? Not, not at all in the sense that they... Like, it, again, you know, they would know how many pints you wanted the bar because yeah. that's pretty basic. But there would be signs that have been made up 
in the history, in, in, yeah. in the, you know, miss the time, made up words that are local. So those things would be different. Now, there would be a lot of it. So I suppose the best way to would be describe it is like some sign language would be kind of in terms of imagery, very clear as to what you're doing. You, you know, if I'm driving a car, yeah, you can imagine with my hands on the wheel. steering wheel and I'm doing the, or a house, mm. you make a roof over your head or whatever. So with, you know, your two hands. But there are other more abstract ideas that wouldn't be as, you know, simple to devise. So like I'm doing education, which would be using an E and it's kind of bringing a book. You're, you're bringing the education to your brain. Yeah. So, and then you find families of signs around that idea that so so it develops very quickly and it's getting very complicated already but that would be unique to what we're doing in Ireland compared to what it would have happened in the US or in other countries oh god that's so yeah. it's always as well from just from looking at it, it looks, <laughs> it, 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 it looks so vivid because it's not just hand gestures. It's, it's your face. face. It's the oh, face absolutely, as well. That yeah. seems to be an integral When I was a it. young kind of gay kid struggling with my kind of gayness, my femme kind of gayness, I had a horrible time because not only was I a bit flamboyant, I was also from like a deaf <laughs> culture. So it's all hands everywhere. So not just hands everywhere. It's big flamboyant hands everywhere. So I used to sit with my hands underneath my, you know, my thighs at school so I wouldn't be kind of too flamboyant in class but yeah so yeah sign language is very it's a very visual language if you watch interpreters doing like like signing obviously it's contextual because it depends because if if they're doing something that's a serious topic like during the pandemic we became very used to seeing teams of sign language interpreters coming over and taking they're talking about health and they're talking about you know death and, and serious or it's matter. So so they're gonna be a bit po faced and they're gonna be a little bit kind of, you know, formal about the whole thing. Whereas if you if you watch like the brilliant Amanda Coogan on the Late Late Toy Show, where she would be signing for kids that might watch on, on one of the one of the, the RTE channels She's like giving it socks, throwing herself all around the place and being very expressive and, and fun. And it's, it's kind of hilarious. And then I think at Glastonbury as well. There was that woman in the Foo Fighters yeah. thing. Yeah. And she's giving it rock and roll. Yeah. So you can imagine that's just, that's all in the performance. And the performance, you know, it's like all language. Your performance is as um, critical to the words that you use in communicating an idea. So, you know, we could be monotone and just say nothing, but, you know, the, the intonation and the speed at which we talk all adds to the performance. And so with sign language, it's the same thing. Is you just give it loads, you're, you're adding to a, a performance to it. In fact, at the Super Bowl this year, there was a deaf performance artist who signed along to part of Rihanna's uh, you know, centre, mm. mid, mid, what's it called, halftime show. Yeah. And she's brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. It went, also went viral as well because she was just giving it, you know, socks. It was visual. Yeah. It was, it's like, it's like choreography. I mean, I think that's part of modern young people's culture now with TikTok and with Instagram. They love a little bit of a choreography. They love a little dance. Yeah. And so hands, you know, a bit of hand choreography is also kind of really fun. For so I, so I, I sign language translators, you, you wouldn't want to be shy for that job. Well, really? No, I mean, because yeah, I mean, it's no, a performance again, thing to it. Again, I'm not a sign language interpreter. My background would be like the I. It's it's native to my to my family. Yes. Whereas there are you know being a sign language interpreter is an actual trained oh, job. Yeah, people I go imagine. and they yeah. study this. They, there's a centre for deaf studies in in Trinity College, and there's other avenues which people can do in order to get the the qualification that would allow them to then be you know officially recognised as sign language interpreters in Ireland. I presume it's the same 
around the country. So if you're looking for somebody to interpret for a deaf person in a particular situation, often those situations are formal. So that's why mm. our kind of visual of it, an interpreter is somebody standing beside, you know, the, the sheriff telling yeah. everybody that there was a shooting <laughs> in whatever. Whereas, you know, when, when they get the chance to flow, I'm sure, you know, it's a personality thing. Do you, have you, um, you or your siblings, do you sometimes occasionally have to translate for your parents? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, again, the services that I'm talking about only kind of evolved in recent time. When my parents were were younger, when I was a child, and, and again, most of my kind of, you know, contemporaries would have had to step in and act as an interpreter for our parents in loads of kind of kind of weird situations. Like, you know, is, is that the gas man? And, you know, they're not paying the bill today. Or whatever. I, you know, you'd end up in situations where you'd have to, just to make the communication flow better. Mm. Like my, my mum and dad, you know, are older now and I'd often now, because of their age, accompany them to, to hospital appointments because that just makes life easier for me yeah. and for them. Uh, just because it means everything kind of happens simpler you know, but but there was a definite gap in between when they would have been able to rely on the services that were available and their own kind of, you know, mm. gumption, is that yes. a yeah, to, to, to yeah. do their own thing. Because this is all about finding ways for deaf people to be autonomous and, and just live their own lives. So mm. having a service means that they don't have to kind of ask their 12-year-old kid to come along with them to the dentist or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's actually finding ways to make are, life easier. Are those services there? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, much better than they were when yeah. I was a kid. They weren't, they weren't available. Um, you know, like many of the kind of social change movements, um, my parents were involved as activists in the 1970s and the 80s and kind of pushing for even simple things like subtitles on, 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 on the television that's huh. now ubiquitous. You know, when I was a kid, you know, my parents would just be, they'd get upset because there's certain programs that they wouldn't be able to, you know, know what was going on. My mum tells a great story about how she was a school teacher and she used to go into school the next day and ask her hearing colleagues what exactly happened on Dallas last night because <laughs> she kind of thinks she knows she just want to make sure that, that she picked it up properly because cause it, cause it wasn't the, and she would have been lip reading yeah, it but of course people turn their backs people, to the camera you know, yeah. open up whiskey and slap at each other's faces and she's trying to work out what's going on so you know obviously with subtitles now my mom, like most people of her, of her age group, considered home watching Tipping Point and, yeah. and Home and Away, and, uh, and all of them on anyway. Yeah. That stuff, you know, like a like a real senior citizen watching daytime television, like she should be, and she can enjoy it because the subtitles are all there, which is yeah. brilliant. Is, is there? Um, do you have to keep learning? New words, because I assume, and is there yeah. a body? Is that, that there kind is, of says like the there's, French there's Academy called? Well, no, it's not quite like that. But there is a sign language interpreter service, and they would be responsible for acting and 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 sign uh, interpreting for for deaf people. You know, in in various situations, whether it's legal or educational or social, or whatever. But there'd also be, you know, friends of of mine and and my parents are involved with Erectus TV. You know, they they mm. they sign the the television station for the government, and they wanted to make sure that the deaf community were following when they were using signs for words that they'd use a lot in the context of erectus stuff like backbenchers or stuff words that wouldn't have necessarily come into the vernacular of of deaf people on a day-to-day basis they just want to say well from now on when you see us doing this you know that that means backbenchers and I'm doing the sign for backbenchers and and the deaf community that they spoke to went oh yeah that makes sense because that's how sign language evolved over the always they'd make up signs that work and they attach to people and also name signs as well. Like when you meet a deaf and a deaf person meets you for the first time, or you're introduced to a group of deaf people for the first time, 
just to make life easier, instead of having to spell out Sean Moncrief, which yeah. many people spell wrong anyway, yeah. they, 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 they can, they'd make up a sign for you and, you ah. know, and that becomes your name sign and... And yeah. that's like my dad's sign is this, my mum's sign is this, this. And, 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 and the community would know them by that. And then that's your, yeah. that's your kind of... Now, you pointed out your, your elbow when you said that was your dad's yeah. sign. Yeah. Is there a story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a really... It's a story. He's very young and he just kind of copied somebody else's name, but he put the letter yeah. Y, which is the last letter in his name at the end of the way. But anyway, once you get named, your name. It's like that, that's called it. Bucko or whatever yeah. in school. Oh, so it's like, that's kind of like kind of, slang almost. Oh, no, it is. Yeah. It's just like, you know, give you a nickname that's just easier because it's it's about efficiency. Like sign language is a very efficient language. It's about getting whatever you want to say said as quickly as possible. And so they kind of, you know, spelling is is what you'd do if you don't have the sign. So if there wasn't a sign for, you know, Moncrief, yeah. you'd, you'd, you'd spell, spell it, it out. out. Yeah. And then that way, you know, obviously there's no misunderstanding about exactly what you're talking about. But Spelling is time-consuming, so the ideal scenario is to have a, 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 an individual sign for a word. And that's okay. what allows a performer, like the performers on The Late Late Show, Toy Show or Glastonbury, to kind of really rock it in line with the song, because they're just matching up and, and then it becomes choreography. Yeah, I assume it. Because it, actually it sounds harder to learn than most other languages. But it's not, because it's like, it's like any language. If you get a chance to practice a language and you're doing it all the time... It sounds really it sounds complicated because people are kind of imagining it as being this kind of chasm between being hearing and being deaf. Yeah. But the reality of it is, it is very intuitive. It is yeah. intuitive, and, yeah. it's, and it's actually loads of fun to learn. Loads of people I know went because I used to do kind of um, sign language choreography in my drag show in the George. I do it occasionally now, but I used to do it, and people would be oh, that's really fun. It's really into it, and they went off to learn sign language because they could kind of see. Mm. Visually, it's uh, visually it's fun and yeah. it's really useful. I mentioned the thing when somebody's at the bar. Have the amount of times that when my brother and I are together that we can actually shout an entire round, including very specific cocktails to each other across a crowded bar because it's really useful in loads of situations. My husband and I use it all the time talking about people, usually our neighbours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that is so back. handy. Because I, I know I said this to you actually the, uh, last week, uh, this was off air, but like when you were growing up, you re, were you and your sibling's able to come home mad, drunk, trash the place and your parents couldn't hear <laughs> well, a thing. Well, I'm, well <laughs> I'll never tell. We definitely, we definitely did play very loud music, much to the annoyance of our next door neighbours because they wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, not now it's Mama's Boys. <laughs> Ten minutes ago with Kylie Minogue. <laughs> this hell never end. But it did. We moved out eventually. Declan, thanks for coming into us today. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, Declan and Buckley there. It is not Thursday. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.